Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Living with Power Hope podcast. Lena Abjamra here. I'm your host, and it's great to be back with you. We are finishing strong. This is episode eight in this particular series, but this podcast has been around for a while. This series is called the Bread and Butter Series. Let me tell you a little bit more about why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, we are here to provide biblical truth for everyday life. By we, I mean our ministry, livingwithpower.org, Living with Power Ministries, of which I uh, founded and head. And uh, if you don't know too much about me, you can find out at our website. I'm a doctor and I practice medicine still, but I also write about God and talk about God and love. And uh, I try to become more Christ-like. And by God's grace, I'm doing it little by little. But this uh, is a means to discuss, uh, this podcast is a means to discuss uh, Christian topics as they pertain to this post-Christian culture we're living in. And so we started a couple years ago this concept called Dear Lena, where you send me questions about faith, life, and culture, and everything in between, and I try to answer them. So uh, it's a great idea, and it has been a lot of fun. We've talked about all sorts of things. Uh, you can find all sorts of back um, episodes that might benefit you in today's age. Uh, this series is a 10-week series where I'm talking about uh, what I call bread and butter topics in Christianity. And so the concept is to hit up some questions that have come through that seem to be very basic to the Christian faith. Actually, today will sort of be the last of those. The next couple are going to be related to aging and aging parents, which technically is not bread and butter, but is a real life issue that I'd like us to address. And then we'll go back to, I don't know yet, I think I'm going to bring my sister back to do a, a co-hosting with me. Uh, we're also occasionally run a teaching series here. So uh, we try to keep things fun. And so uh, uh, we want you to know that our goal is always to provide biblical truth for everyday life, but we do it in a variety of ways. So thanks for checking in. If you've never been here before, this gives you a little bit of an idea of what we do. And if you've been here before, thanks for coming back. Uh, today's question is this, uh, dear Lena, people are always talking about how to love yourself and the need to love yourself. Is this a biblical concept? And if so, how do I do it? This has been the lingo of 2020 to 2022, really more than that, the last decade. Love yourself, man. There's been songs written about it and on and on and on. There's all sorts of uh, messages in social media, huge influencers, many who call themselves Christians who push this message of loving yourself. Um, newsflash, it is not a biblical message, um, but uh, I'm going to dig into that a little bit more. Uh, some of the uh, basic verses, in fact, the basic verse that we're going to jump our, our, our discussion on today is in uh, Matthew uh, chapter, let me find my verse again. I had it there, Matthew 22, verse 17. Although that um, a verse is repeated in many of the Gospels and is from the Old Testament. And, and it says this, uh, this is a conversation where Pharisees, well, let me read it in Matthew 22, 34. But when the Pharisees heard that he, Jesus, had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Typical of a lawyer. Verse 36, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus' answer was this, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Love God and love others. Not three commandments, but two. These are it. This is it. This is the essence of what God wants of us in humanness. And the way to love the Lord is to submit to his ways and to embrace his son, Jesus. And the way to love others, well, it is a continual process of, of dying to self, not glorifying self, but dying to self. So we're going to break down that verse. But it's interesting because uh, look through scripture. There's not a command anywhere. This is the, the remotest command where people say, well, it says love others as you love yourself. And many make an argument that this means that you're supposed to love yourself. Well, let me, let me, let me sort of break it down a little because I, I think that this can be very confusing. Number one, 
when you talk about loving yourself, you need to pay attention to what the words mean. Loving yourself, um, or, or I guess when people say, what, like I've already started this podcast by saying, well, the Bible doesn't teach that you're supposed to love yourself. Everybody's defenses comes up. Every, anybody who's been listening to any cultural message sort of thinks, whoa, 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 whoa. I am supposed to love myself. Maybe you've paid a lot <clears throat> for therapy <clears throat> where you've been told that you're supposed to love yourself. Listen, when you're being told that the Bible doesn't teach to love yourself, that does not mean you're supposed to hate yourself. The alternative to loving yourself is not hating yourself. The alternative to loving yourself is to fully grasp and enjoy God's love for you. And it is to think biblically about what love is and how God wants us to interact as people who love because we've been changed by his love. And so if loving yourself, so, so the pendulum, we tend to go from one side to the other. If loving yourself, when you talk about loving yourself, you need to pay attention to what the words means. If loving yourself means you see yourself as God sees you, then yeah, love yourself right? I mean, if what you're saying, so let's define the meanings. If loving yourself means I'm going to see myself as God sees me. You have worth. We talked last week about worth. You have intricate worth in you because you are made in the image of God. You have worth in you because God loved you, not because of your actions, but because of who you are. Well, because of who he is. He is love. He died for you while you were a sinner. So if you can see yourself as God sees you, then you don't want to hate yourself. You don't want to be like, oh, I'm so bad. I'm so rotten. Yeah, we're wretched sinners. We sing songs of old, hymns of old that talk about, oh, wretched sinner than I am. We are wretched sinners, but we've been loved by God. And so if loving yourself means you see yourself as God sees you, then yeah, love yourself. If loving yourself is the opposite of seeing yourself as worthless, like if you're living your Christian life with this notion that, uh, and by the way, I've been stuck there where I'll call my mom and be like, mom, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm bad. I do that, believe it or not. I know that might shock you. I don't know, maybe not. Maybe you understand that. But I'm single, I'm 50, and there's seasons where I just don't feel pretty or I just don't feel worthy. Or as my friends who have kids and grandkids now are, are like moving on in life and they've accomplished things that I'll never accomplish, it's easy to feel worthless. Well, if loving yourself is the opposite of seeing yourself as worthless, then love yourself a little. That's okay. So again, like, like, like let's define our meanings. We're not saying, when you said you're not, the Bible doesn't teach you to love yourself, we're not saying hate yourself. Like the goal isn't to walk around with a big sign saying, I suck, I suck. No, sorry if that word offends you, but that is not the concept, right? If loving yourself means accepting who God made you to be, God created you. Psalm 139 talks about how he knitted you in the womb before you were even born. You might not be able to accomplish as much as the next person. That's okay. God has, all God asks you to do is to be faithful and to do the best with what he's given you. And, and constantly you'll see him do more with the little that you give him. And so, so let's define the words. Uh, what do you mean when you say you're supposed to love yourself, right? So accept yourself, see yourself as God sees you. Don't, you're not a worthless piece of trash. You are loved by God. Your life is given intricate, intrinsic worth in Christ. But here's a big second idea. When you talk about loving yourself, you, mean, you need to be careful of the danger of its cultural meaning, all right? So on one hand, don't make it what it's not. On the other hand, be careful what the culture says. So you do need to understand the meaning. If loving yourself means you put yourself and your needs ahead of others, then I would question the biblical truth of that. Throughout the gospels, we're told a different message of discipleship. We're told that we are to die to ourselves, the, God, the, the entire 
you know, discipleship message is, if anyone comes to me and does not hate, this is Jesus saying, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father, mother, wife, children, brothers, and sisters, even his own life, he cannot be my disciples. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. He goes on and says, um, uh, uh, anyone who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Wait, I, I was looking for the verse that talks about uh, dying to yourself. Like the entire, you need to deny yourself. And I'll, I'll find that verse in a second. Uh, deny yourself, pick up your cross uh, and follow me. This is going to be out of Matthew 16, 24. There are other places in the gospel that says it, but let's go to Matthew 16, 24. Um, this says, okay, here we go. Again, another variation of what I just read you in, in Luke, but this one says, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, not love himself, deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. And whoever loves his life for my sake will find it. The message of Christianity was one of sacrificing yourself. The parable of the Good Samaritan is an amazing parable. And it's a parable of three different people. Uh, the um, the uh, one was, um, there was a man who was beat up and left on the side of the road. And then there was a priest that came. And then there was a, a Levite that came by. And both were supposed to be these people of faith. And they both ignored, you know, the man who was beat up. And then it was the Samaritan who loved the man by basically sacrificing his time, his money, his reputation, all of it in order to help the man who was beat up. He risked a lot in order to show true love. And so um, if loving yourself means you put yourself and your need ahead of others, uh, that's not biblical. That is really not. That is the antithesis of what Jesus did. Jesus left heaven. He uh, humbled himself and became obedient unto death, the death of the cross. So if loving yourself means you refuse to yield to the needs of another, uh, then I'm not sure you're following a biblical Christianity. That might be the message of the culture. You need yourself first, love yourself put yourself first, take time for yourself. Now, do you need time for self? Sure. But if that's constantly your go-to mojo, no, that, that's not biblical. That might be cultural, but it's not biblical. If loving yourself means you live for the glory of self, my stuff, my kingdom, my reputation, my influence, my clout on social media, uh, you're, yeah, that's not, that's not biblical Christianity. That's not Christ-like discipleship. I don't see that in the Bible at all. So when you talk about loving yourself, you need to be careful of the danger of its cultural meaning, but also we need to keep, again, abreast, what, what do we really mean in these words? Uh, love yourself by understanding and accepting who God made you to be. This isn't a call to self-hate. When we talk about not loving yourself, no, no, no. The intrinsic statement where, God, where we're told love God and love others, even as you love yourself, the truth is we all naturally want to protect ourselves and our stuff. I remember being a kid and you know going to share pie at the end of a dinner and my uncle would cut it in a bunch of different pieces and then we'd be like, I want this piece, I want that piece. To this day, I go to the store to buy a cinnamon roll and I'm like, I don't want the one in the side, I want the one in the middle. We want what we want because we want to protect ourselves and there's a general nature of wanting to be um, comfortable. And what Jesus is advocating in uh, the call to love God and love others is to give others, to love others as we already love ourselves, which is a preferential, protective kind of love. And so the last point here is when you talk about loving yourself, you might, you must maintain a biblical framework. We've got to maintain a biblical framework. And this is harder and harder to do in a post-Christian culture where everyone, including many Christians, by the way, who are teaching anti-biblical messages on self-love. Uh, loving your, by the way, not everyone who calls themselves Christians in the world is a Christian. Remember that. You have to be careful. There are many people now who are influencers in quote unquote the Christian world who do not resemble anything that is biblical in any way. 
Um, and so loving yourself does come naturally for most of us. You know, even the times when I've been like, oh, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not, you know, thin enough, you know, I don't like myself, I wish God made me different. Even in those times, I've wanted to protect myself. Everything in me wants to protect ourselves. Loving ourselves comes naturally for most of us and is a good bar to hold on to uh, uh, when we're looking to serve others. So when Jesus says, love others as you love yourself, how would you protect yourself? How would you clean your own place? How would you take care of your own stuff? That's a good bar to hold when you're serving others. That's what he meant when he says, love others as you love yourself. Give them the same courtesy that you would give yourself. Offer them the biggest piece of the pie. That's hard to do when you sometimes don't like the other, right? In an era of political dissonance, there are a lot of people who are the other who we don't like. The people, you know, during the mask season, if you were a mask wearer, you hated the non-mask wearing. If you're a non-mask wearer, you, hate, you know, it's like we have, if you're voting, you know, for one guy, you hated the other. If you, you know, and, and we can make decisions about if you put, change your picture on social media to reflect the flag or, I mean, we make these decisions on each other based on, on what we assume the other is. Well, what God is calling us to is to love others as we would love ourselves, even if we don't agree with the other. Would you give them the same uh, attitude in service? Would you protect them and serving them as you would yourself? Loving yourself must never become more important than loving God and others. Uh, you have to be careful. The priority isn't to love myself. The priority is love God and love others. It just happens that we already prioritize loving myself. And so what God is saying is use that. <laughs> use that understanding of what it looks like to love yourself to know how you're supposed to love others. Loving others means loving yourself enough to say no to yourself for the sake of others. This is basically denying yourself, picking up your cross and serving others. Now, loving others, serving others, that's not what earns you salvation but it is how you're gonna be known as a Christian. By this will all men know that you're my disciples if you love one another. <coughs> now, if you're like, well, I don't know how to do this, man. This is all so confusing to me and I, I, I it just gets so, so hairy. You're splitting hairs, am I? Am I splitting hairs? Because this language is, is it's, again, this is important because so much, particularly I wanna pick on women, so much of material written to women now is rooted and based in this foundational belief that if you, love yourself, everything else in your world will be fine. And so the alternative to loving yourself is not to hate yourself. That's not what we're calling for here, but it is to understand and grasp God's love for you and then to give that same love for others that you already grant to yourself. Question is for you, are you on board in this? Uh, do you believe what God's word says? Look for it, read the gospels yourself. You don't need me to tell you this. Search the scriptures for places where we're told to love ourselves first. Throughout the scriptures are men and women who have sacrificed their comfort. When you look at it in Heroes of the Faith, Esther, who almost died, risked herself to go in front of the king in order to save the people of Israel. Throughout the scriptures, we see this model. Of course, Jesus, the author and finisher of our salvation, who gave himself for others. Are you willing to follow the same call? And if not, ask yourself, am I truly a disciple? And so this is a challenging call in 2022, the year that we're doing this podcast. I will pray for us that God will help us to follow his example and to change us in the areas that we need to be changed. Hey, I'd love to see you on Thursday nights. I teach a live Bible study. It's at, uh, on our Facebook uh, Living With Power page. All you need to do to find us is to go to livingwithpower.org and click on join our community at the top of the page. Hey, if you want to find out more about God and his word or are looking for Bible studies that are free for you, download our app. It's the Living With Power app. And if you uh, need encouragement, maybe your faith has been fractured, check out my new book. It's now about a year old, but still uh, 
influencing people through my story, which is a story of brokenness and redemption. I'd love for you to get it. Check it out on Amazon. It's called Fractured Faith. Or if you'd like a copy, uh, send me an email at dearlina at livingwithpower.org. Put in your address and we'll send you a free copy. Um, many of you have already gotten the book and uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you following this ministry. We appreciate that you love and honor God's word. If you're searching for the truth, start with God's word, the Bible. Hey guys, I'll see you again next week. We're here every Thursday with new content. I hope that you've enjoyed today's uh, podcast. And if you have, share it with someone and leave us a review. Why don't you? Have a great day and I'll see you again next week.